everyone, and welcome back to the AT with you and me. I'm your host, Ruben Dryblatt, trail name Squeaks. Fun to be back with you all here on the pod, currently on location in Roanoke, just outside Roanoke, uh, somewhere in Virginia. I don't know. Don't want to tell you too much. Don't want you guys tracking me. It's not like we have a GPS device strapped to Scale's backpack or anything. Um, it's a special episode of the podcast. I have a guest here with me today, uh, a through hiker you all know and love at her new hostel, her new home, and uh, I'll be talking to her about her experience. So, uh, Ducky, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> of course, this is a pleasure. Um, we met famously in Vermont at a trail magic spot somewhere, what is it, after like the Big Branch Wilderness or something? Something like that. Yeah, my, uh, so I, I heard that there was trail magic down at the road by some other thru-hikers, so I put in my headphones and started running, um, and as a result, my tent fell off the back of my pack, and when I got down to the trail magic, I was informed that uh, someone had lost the tent. I quickly realized I was the one who lost the tent. I also lost my filter and water bottle, but Ducky came back, uh, Ducky came down the mountain just a little bit after me, and graciously brought the uh, water bottle with filter. Which didn't, didn't pack out the tent, though. <laughs> didn't pack out the tent, but hey, you know, you got one of the items I, I lost, so I, I really appreciate that, and we made a connection. And you were also a flip-flop. We're doing it in an interesting way, uh, a Sobo flip-flop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tell me a little bit about that reasoning to do it south first, then north, as opposed to maybe a little bit more of a conventional flip-flop where you go north first, yeah. second. Yeah, um, I decided to do a southbound flip-flop one to I was gonna do a flip flop to avoid the bubble, right? Um, but I still wanted to finish at Katahdin, mm-hmm. so that's why I went south first. And Makes I also sense. had a job interview in Baltimore, and they offered to take me out to the trail when I was done with that. So <laughs> it's convenient. Can be. So would you say it was more you wanted to finish on Katahdin, or was more the convenience? It was of, more like, I wanted to finish at Katahdin. Finish on Katahdin. Yeah. What do you think it is about Katahdin that makes it such iconic? A, yeah, I guess Katahdin. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that kind of answers itself. Um, I, I know, I mean, I'm a little, so maybe somewhat disappointed that we're finishing on Springer, but we're going to do the approach trail, which uh, you didn't I do. Not do. <coughs> there's no white blazes on that thing. Yeah, yeah. So there's a famous additional approach trail. Many uh, northbound through hikers do it uh, from Amicalola Falls, uh, which is a prettier place to end, uh, from what I've heard from them, as opposed to Springer, which is a little bit of a... A ho hum mountain. It's pretty nice. There's a little bit it's of nice. view. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can see stuff from it. Okay. So yeah, I mean, your your I, primary reason though was to avoid the bubble, right? Yeah. To avoid the bubble. Yeah. Although I went right through them, right. so I did hit them, <laughs> but it only took me like four or five days to get through the bulk. Right. So right. And by that time, I had my trail legs, and I had enough like experience on trail that I was comfortable stealth camping. Right. So I didn't stay in hardly any shelters. Right. South of Damascus. You didn't get overrun. Nah. No. Yeah, you're going. You're going fast. So that's another thing I wanted to discuss. You did it in four months. I very did it in four months. Very exactly. fast. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely on the faster side of things. Um, thinking back, would you rather have done it even faster, slower? Are you happy with four months? I'm what are you? Pretty happy with four months. I didn't mm-hmm. mean to do it that fast. Okay. Um, I knew it was going to take me less than about. I was planning on for about five months. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think being southbound, because I was by myself, I could go faster because I didn't have to make plans with anybody else. Um, It's easier to not zero when you don't have friends to hang out with in town. Yeah. Um, And I just, I I could. So, um, 
Yeah, I was, part of the reason I came out here was to, to do something hard. Right. So big miles was one way to do that. And I really liked being that exhausted at the end of every day. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah something I wanted to do. So I'm I'm glad I did it that fast. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think I would want to do it slower. And I don't think I would want to do it faster. Honestly, I don't think I'd change anything. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that's perfect. That means it was just right. You know, yep. that was the perfect bowl of yeah. porridge. And the flip flop. I'd do that again, too. You would do that again? I'd do the sub flip-flop. Interesting. Yep. You know, so I think part of me maybe has a little regrets of not doing a full northbound, just because it seems a little, maybe a little more iconic. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, I very much enjoyed the, the trip so far, uh, but I'm dealing with a little bit of what you dealt with on your first leg of going south, where you're kind of, you're not in the peak hiker season. The hikers aren't really around us right now, so it's definitely a little more lonesome, secluded. Yeah. Um, on the previous pod, though, I also said it gives you a little more time to, to think mm -hmm. and uh, ponder your own... Uh, Mortality. Yeah. <laughs> Mortality, certainly. Not just certainly. No, I mean, you, you are right about that. Definitely, I've had those thoughts, too. Um, so, yeah, what did you do on the more lonesome southbound leg to keep the spirits up? Was it just hike fast, finish? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, I passed a lot. I liked being southbound more than I liked being northbound because I passed more people. Mm -hmm. um, so right. Going I, the other direction. Going the other direction, right. yeah. They were all coming north. Um, so I, didn't, I never really felt, like, lonely. I was mm -hmm. alone, but I never felt lonely. Um, there's always people to talk to. Um, and, you know, talking to them about their experiences coming North was always interesting, especially, like, when they tell me, oh, this mountain really sucked, and then I get there, and it was not that bad. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah. Things like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I just kind of decompressed from school and right. just enjoyed being free. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, I really enjoyed being southbound. Being southbound. <laughs> and then, even more so, it sounds like, based on our personal relationship what i've heard you enjoyed even more going north after that yeah i enjoyed um being northbound after i was done with new york so like connecticut through maine right yeah i did not like maryland pennsylvania new jersey yeah. was fine new york was meh but <laughs> really <laughs> I, I, I haven't heard people say this did thing. not like maryland and pennsylvania so yeah but after that it was fine was it the rocks in pa or was it no it was, was I, I don't know you? if um because george is really mountainous Mm -hmm. Um, so lots of hills, lots of elevation. Um, and then I flipped back to Maryland and it was flat. Mm. Um, and not to complain about nice flat trail, cause I definitely shouldn't do that, but I was so <laughs> bored. So yeah. Maryland and the first half of Pennsylvania was really boring. And then the second half where all the rocks really are in Pennsylvania, yeah. it was raining and 40 degrees. So it wasn't, like, ideal. Yeah. I don't know. I just had a weird mental block about those two states. And when I got to New Jersey, I was so happy. Yeah. New Jersey was great. New Jersey is great, yeah. I really like New Jersey. Nice New York was fine. I didn't have any issues yeah. in New York. Good. It's um, my home state. Don't, don't yeah, hate on well. it. I've hated on it enough. It's true. It's <laughs> Outside true. of the trail. That's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, Connecticut was fine. Yeah. Got my ankle in Connecticut. Got wow. out for three days. Had a good mental and physical reset. And good. after that, I was golden. Right. And that's where, you know, definitely more of the mountains that yeah. really picks up in yeah. Vermont and, of course, New Hampshire and Maine. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's interesting. You know, I like that you would, would do it again, the flip-flop. I think that, that yeah. that's meaningful, and it definitely means that you did it the right way for you. Yeah. So, um, you know, you've been done now for over a month. Yep. Uh, do you miss it? Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> 
Yeah. How do you feel? I do miss it a lot. Yeah. Um, the first couple of days off trail just felt like we were taking a couple of zeros before we were going back. And then mm. the day that um, I said goodbye to Ghost and Showtime, my trail family, that was the the worst day. The worst part of through hiking is saying goodbye to your friends. Um, so after they left, um, that's when I was like, oh, I guess I guess we're done. Okay. <laughs> so um, I took a week um, coming back down through New England, um, saw some other trail friends, saw some trail angels, uh, my friends who had hosted me while I was hiking, um, came down to Roanoke, found a place to live, and then I flew back out to Albuquerque. Um, I was there for a week, and then I moved my life across the country back to Roanoke. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I miss it a lot. I yeah. just talk about it. I talk about it entirely too much still. So. <laughs> you do, but it's okay. I know. It's all right. So, uh, yeah. so, so how do we, how do we keep that element of, you know, your personality and your life alive now that we're transitioning into more of a quote-unquote real world uh, uh, next couple of years or months? Yeah, I guess, you know, we'll find out because I start work next week mm -hmm. and that's brand new um like brand new career kind right. of new right um so we'll see how that goes and i mean i live uh, mcafee and the triple crowner in right. the backyard so that's i can right. always get back on the at and go hike great mountains lots of mountains around here so mm -hmm. i'm excited to kind of explore the area and yeah we'll see how i can fit it in with work there's no way I no way i won't be hiking right so. And, you know, yeah, you had also told me your trail family has tentatively discussed doing the CDT, the Continental yeah. Divide Trail. Yeah, Gus and Showtime are planning on two doing Two years, that. yeah? So yeah. Will you be joining them? I will not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't be able to take that much time off of work, um, but yeah. I'll probably go out to Trail Magic them in New Mexico, because that's where I'm from, cool. and maybe just hike a couple days with them. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. See what, happens. what would be a trail that would still be long distance that would be feasible with work? Um, is there any or I don't not a two thousand miler. Um, right. I, <laughs> something in the um, I could probably do if I could get I get two weeks off, so I could probably do a three hundred mile trail in two mm -hmm. weeks, um, as long as I stay in shape for it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Next year, if I can negotiate an extra week off instead of a salary raise or something like that, maybe we can mm. make that work. But That's interesting. Yeah. So, I don't think I'm doing anything more than 500 miles for a while. Right. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it's going to be like that. I think it's going to be similar for me as well. i, I got to definitely uh, get a job after I do this. You know, got yeah. to make a little bread. I guess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and you... Um, you said uh, with you, McAfee and the Triple Crown is right in your backyard, and you went up McAfee with us, actually. I did. Um, Slack-packed us, and you didn't get a good view on McAfee. Are there other mountains that uh, you didn't get a good view mm. that you would go back for? Um, ooh. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I got really good weather in the Smokies, so mm -hmm. I could see... Mm. In the smoke, I'd still go back and do the Smokies again. Mm. Yeah, they say it's beautiful. Um, I mean, the whites, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, Southern Maine. Although, Southern Maine wasn't as bad as the whites. Um, but yeah, you hear so much about the whites and the views from the whites. And we yeah. were socked in for all of it. So. I know. I know. <laughs> I guess that. Uh, maybe Killington. Mm. Um, I'd do Vermont again in a heartbeat. Yeah. I really like Vermont. Maybe the Lantra. 
Maybe the long trail. There that's we go. Only that's a good one. That's perfect. Yeah. So, um, but I can't think of anywhere else that I was like really disappointed that I didn't get to. Yeah. See a view from. Yeah. Other than the Triple Crown. And then you also mentioned, uh, you know, you could do another trail in a couple weeks off if you stay in shape. Mm. What's been the uh, bodily transition like in this last month? Uh, well, it's been very hard to keep up 25 to 30 miles a day. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, I kind of expected to gain some weight back. Yeah. And I really haven't, but okay. I definitely have noticed that mm, I've lost muscle in my legs. For yeah. Sure. Um, so, other than that. My knees hurt when I run up until about two weeks ago, mm. um, so they don't hurt anymore. Okay, good. Um, I haven't been running since I came to Roanoke, so mm. <laughs> I guess we'll have to test that out again. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I should prepare for post-trail, you know, how do I, how will I adjust? I thought the hiker hunger would take longer to go away. Yeah. I think half of it's mental. Like, if you know you need to eat the calories, then you're going to eat it. Mm. Um, well, I mean, to be fair... I, I will, I don't, I know I don't need the calories, but I eat anyway, so. Sure. <laughs> like, in real life. Right, um, right, right, right. Yeah, well, so I mean, Americans love to snack. Yeah, exactly. And, you know. No, I think there's, there's a lot to that feast or famine uh, mentality, you know, when we're, we know we need the calories on the trail, we're losing so much, so it's like, shoveling it in, we're so hungry, and then, especially when we get to a town and we get a chance to get real food, and it's like, oh my god, I haven't had a. A burger or a piece of salmon yeah. in, you know, weeks. Ages. Ages. Oh. It's been an eternity. <laughs> so, <Love> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I can come back from the trail. The, you know, I'll be eating like I'm on trail, but I won't be burning those calories. Yeah. I won't be walking those steps. I was surprised how fast that went away for me. I don't yeah. know if that's the same for everybody, but. Yeah, it fades quick. Yeah, it I, fades quick. I thought so. You for you? Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so, this is, you know, I watched a documentary before going on the trail called, uh, maybe you saw it, um, The Appalachian Trail, The Journey of the Soul. Oh, yeah. On YouTube? Yeah. yeah you did watch it. Oh, awesome. Oh, that, that's perfect. So, yeah, that was made by like a 2019 through hiker or 2018, whatever. But um, I really enjoyed that documentary and I wouldn't say it inspired me to go on the trail. I'd already long since yeah. planned it. Uh, Paxco actually sent that doc to me. Um, but I just very much enjoyed it and got me very excited. Uh, so was it a journey of the soul for you? Did you find uh, meaning? And tell me yeah. more. Yeah. Um, well, the reason I decided I uh, <laughs> <laughs> I never I learned about the Appalachian Trail back in like 2009, mm -hmm. a long time ago, and I never really thought about doing it. Um, I'd never been backpacking before, let alone long distance backpacking. Oh, so wow. it wasn't really something I wanted to do until it felt like it was something I needed to do. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people asked me if I'd done the PCT or the CDT, because those are kind of more my neck of the woods. And right. I didn't know the CDT existed until like five years ago. So oh, wow. okay. <laughs> even though it's, it's right there. Uh, I've been on the CDT. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, um, well, you know, I, I went to vet school. I just finished vet school. Um, and vet school sucked. Um, not just because it was school, like school is school, whatever, but, um, I just didn't like being in the classroom anymore yeah. and, um, kind of the environment, um, that I was in with like the people that were there and the school administration mm. and, uh, it was just really demoralizing and just awful. So, um, without going into too much detail. That's fine. Um, so... Yeah, I just, basically, I just needed to walk it off. <laughs> ah, I like that. That's what I was doing. Okay. Um, 
And I felt like I did that actually when I was done with the first half of the trail. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I, yeah. So, I feel like just being out even for just a couple days made me feel immensely better. So, mm. two months in, when I got down to Springer, mm. I was good. I felt good. And I, at that point, I could say I was just doing it for fun. Um, right. And then I flipped back to Maryland, and it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was boring. But <laughs> did any part of you, after you finished the first southbound leg, like, feel like all right, it kind of did what I I wanted? You were gonna no, finish no I was matter what. Finish no yeah. matter what. Yeah. No, I was out there to hike the whole thing. For sure. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. Um, how did you find out about the trail in two thousand nine? What was your original? Um, I have a friend actually who lives in Lynchburg, Virginia, here, uh-huh. um, who was working uh, out in New Mexico at a summer camp with me, mm-hmm. um, and he told me about it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. I didn't know long-distance backpacking was a thing. Yeah. Um, and then that was it. That's all. That's cool. <laughs> Had you done hiking before? And yeah, so okay. I grew up in the Rockies. Uh, the Rockies right. kind of pitter out in New Mexico. So Albuquerque right. is at the base of a mountain. Hiked plenty around there. Um, yeah, lots lots of good outdoor stuff in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, lots of car camping. Um, like, my dad's an Eagle Scout. My mom's really outdoorsy. We grew up doing stuff like that. Mm. But um, had never been overnight backpacking. Uh, so that was different. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different. Yeah. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm in a similar boat. I mean, I had maybe done like a weekend out, you know, actually like away from a car and I had done some car camping, uh, setting up the tent near the car and yeah. whatnot, but I had never done anything remotely like this. Um, and it definitely, you know, it took time to adjust. And, yeah. <laughs> and I think the adjustment back is going to be something, too, uh, because there's certain things that I just now prefer to do outside, you know, mm-hmm. uh, which I know, uh, I mean, I'm going to say go to the bathroom, which I know I actually prefer doing that outside. Some <laughs> some people think that's appalling, but... Um, <laughs> that's one yeah. thing you don't have to, or you have to, like, regulate your bladder a little better when you're in the real, quote, yeah. know, real world. You yeah. can't just there's drop no your pants or whatever you feel like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's going to be an adjustment. Drop your pants in New York, you can get arrested. Um, or someone will think you're homeless. Uh, so, advice for upcoming finishers, both, you know, for me, obviously, who's somewhat close, but just for maybe other people, too, in general. No, I don't want to give you any advice. Because, wow. No, because oh. so many people tried to tell me how I should finish the last sure. three states, sure. and I just kept getting mad at them yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would they say? slow down and enjoy it mm. and i don't think that's fair because mm. just you know just because i'm doing that many miles a right. day doesn't many mean miles. i'm in, not, not enjoying it right because again i went out there to do that i right. went out there to do something hard right if i right. wanted to you know if one of my goals was to swim in every single lake then i yeah i probably would have had to slow down but yeah that was not one of my goals yeah um we didn't do half the blue blazes because that's not you know right didn't want to go see and also yeah. half the blue blazes and North, uh, yeah, in New Hampshire, we couldn't see anything anyway. Right, but, that's the point of going up, yeah. Yeah. Um, I okay. did, I did go see Dismal Falls. That was probably the longest blue blaze I did to go see something that was not on trail. Oh, but where, if was, it was, where was that? Oh, you're coming up on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's not here. All right, all right. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe you can go swimming there. It was maybe. too cold. I may, I may. So, um, but yeah, if it was more than like 0.2, I usually did not care enough to go. Um, yeah. So no advice. No, because you should, no, you should just, I guess my advice is do what you want and don't listen to anyone else. (laughs) Okay. Um, And send me pictures from Blood Mountain. Yes, I will. I will will send pictures. Okay, well, I I, I think that's fair. There's definitely a lot of people who kind of push their own agenda on 
through hikers on other people and you know they tell you to slow down or they tell you you got to do this you got to do that and it's like oh, i don't really got to do anything yeah. right like i don't even got to finish but i can yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> leave oh, <laughs> i don't really got to do this is all voluntary um this is you know penance or whatever no um maybe right. don't let yeah i don't like you said finishing on springer uh might not seem as like climactic is maybe finishing our katahdin but yeah. it's still going to be i hope for right you. so don't like yeah. disregard that because it's not katahdin right no it's I, never been about the destination it's yeah. about the journey exactly. anyway so i cried when i got to springer yeah yeah i did <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> how much how much more did you cry in katahdin actually not as much as i thought i was going to well um too cold no actually <laughs> katahdin was fine on the uh, way down um when i was almost back at the campground yeah i had a about it (laughs) yeah but not as much as i thought and then like i said when uh i left ghost in showtime that i i cried for the pretty much the entire day right panic but no it's reasonable yeah friends are friends are important yeah some of the friends you make on trail are some of the best friends in your life yeah that's true um, would you say that? I mean, no pressure. You know, he's going to listen to this. So. I know. Um, <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> would you say that, yeah, these friends, are they closer than friends, in, or just as close as friends in high school or college or veterinary um, school or other elements of your life that are not yeah. about church? Yeah. Um, I don't talk to ghosts as much as I talk to Showtime. Yeah. Um, but there's nothing I wouldn't do for either of them. Right. Um, and you hear I, that, Showtime? <laughs> I, I hiked more with showtime than i did with ghost uh-huh. um yeah he's my best friend on trail so sweet and i had a very hard time letting go of the trail so yeah hard letting go of them right <laughs> but keeping in touch with them keeps you in touch with the trail so yeah and having of... you guys come through right like, immediately when i moved here has been yeah, so yeah, yeah. great <laughs> oh it's been a it's been a pleasure hanging yeah. out at the duck pond because it makes me feel more connected to the trail yet again being and, a trail angel. And would you want to do this for even people you don't know, or? Uh, I, mm, I mean, yes, no, it's, it's something, trail angeling is something I wanted to do, like, as soon as I got my first trail magic, mm-hmm. like, I can't wait to get back to the trail. Right. Because uh, it gave so much for me, mm-hmm. and I'm sure plenty of people say that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, a common, common theme, it's very true. Um, so, but I, I can't run a hostel or anything <laughs> like that, that's, <laughs> Um, no, so um, the the select few <laughs> I'd be willing to host um, mm-hmm. people I don't know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I couldn't do like I again couldn't do a hostel. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a lot, <laughs> especially in peak hiker season. Yeah, you know. major props to people who do that do do that because that's yeah that's something special. No, that's a lot of work. So, that's a lot of work. Yeah. It's not anything like any one big thing is just all the little things yeah. that everybody you know the yeah. laundry the showers the sheets the yeah. shuttling yeah all the s words um well there was a um a girl that mm, was following my vlogs and then found me on instagram okay. um her name is jackie shout okay. out to jackie shout out to jackie um she lives in pennsylvania cool. and um had been you know messaging me through instagram while i was hiking um, just asking how things were going. Um, and then she actually happened to be doing a section hike in their own highlands the day that I was there. Mm. Um, so I got to meet her. Cool. Which was really cool. That was cool. Um, but she lives 
like I said, in Pennsylvania, but not near enough to the trail to be convenient for hikers. Uh, but her and her husband had always wanted to host a hiker, and so she offered for me to stay with them. Oh, um, nice. So when I was up, uh, she picked me up in Port Clinton, and they put me up, and I ate so much food when I was there. I think I scared <laughs> her a little bit. That was, that was pretty bad hiker hunger. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, I, I would love to do something like that. Yeah. A random hiker that right. I my friends. Yeah. Right. I think that would be a lot of fun because I absolutely had a blast hanging out with them. So it was That's a good great. day. <laughs> so you did some blogging. Do you watch other people's blogs? Or? Um, I did before getting on trail, more like a research type thing just sure. to kind of know what I was getting into. Yeah. Um, I do follow people on trail who blog, but as far as watching them while I was on trail, that was not really something I did. Mm. Um, and even now, since I've been off, I haven't been keeping up very much. Right. And I think that's more because I can actually talk to those people. Right. I don't need to see the video. Right. I can just listen to them tell me about it. Right. In, well, not in person, via right. text message right. or whatever. Um, yeah. It's like I was so, there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, but I think I get a more, like, personal insight to yeah. that because I'm actually friends with them. And, right. Um, right. Like, the vlogs are great. Yeah. But I gotta watch I, yours. I like talking to them. You don't have to watch mine. <laughs> but I like talking to them more. So. Sure, yeah. No, I just, you know, I say it, and maybe it could be a good way to meet, you know, next year's hikers yeah. who check out blogs. You're like, oh, that person looks cool. Yeah. So you do the th- what yeah. Jackie did for you. Find him on Instagram and be like, hey. Yeah, exactly. Whenever you do McAfee, I'll, I'll be there at the lot. Keep me posted. Um, so, what were there any. Um, surprises on trail like how was it different from what you expected um this is, this is the worst podcast because tough, i have no, nothing question. nothing exciting to tell you no um, it's okay i surprises aren't always exciting i really i wasn't surprised by very much sure. um it's fine. uh yeah I was surprised. Oh, I was surprised with how much I liked New Jersey. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, Let's see a New Jersey vendetta over here. And I actually was. Yeah, maybe I'm just saying that to. Yeah. Yeah, went to school in New you Jersey. You yeah. New Yorker. Um, no, I love New Jersey. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at how much I did not like being northbound when I was northbound when I started. Um, and then it was fine after like after. New York, like I said, or after New Jersey. Was it just because of the trail there, or I was it? Oh, I also in... wonder if it was because I didn't see as many people when I was northbound because you're going the same direction as everyone. So if you're going the same pace, you don't see them. And I like sure. people. <laughs> right. So there might have been that. I might have actually started to feel a little lonely when I started northbound. So that might have been why. Um, Even was, though you were going the same direction yeah, as people. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I still ran into people, but right. also I was going a lot faster than a lot of them, right. so I'd only see them once and then carry on. Um, I was surprised with how nice the shelters in Maryland were. <laughs> they were very nice. Were Not very to nice. say that Maryland wouldn't take care of their shelters. I just right. don't, didn't right. really expect that. Um, um, I don't know why the term Roxylvania exists when New Hampshire <laughs> exists. Yeah. <laughs> so I was... I was prepared for the whites to be hard, but I didn't expect it to be that rocky, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah sure. I guess that's it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Nothing too too surprising, really. I think your point about going northbound and feeling a little lonely is, is interesting, because you were, you were hiking with sort of, I guess, the more the wave of people, but you were sort of out hiking. They were hiking faster than them. And I was so, ahead of the bubble. Ahead of the bubble. Oh, I flipped. But when you went 
southbound, I mean, you were passing by a lot of people, but they were all going the other direction, uh -huh. so it was kind of similar where you'd only see them for a flash yep. in the pan. But I see a lot more of them. So I saw, you saw yeah. more, and that helped. That yeah. made it better. Yeah. Interesting. It's good to know. Yeah, no, I, I think about that and uh, future trips, how I'll do that if I'll do it to avoid the bubble again. Because yeah. a big part of avoiding the bubble was, sure, the norovirus, the Giardia, whatever, the cram shelters. We were concerned about that, but it was really it was at the height of COVID-1, you know, we were like, neither of us had been vaccinated at the right. time. So there was, those concerns were kind of trumped the standard bubble concerns. Yeah. Now I think about it, it's like, oh, well, you know, the bubble's also kind of fun, right? I yeah. mean, you're, yeah. you know, there's, there's good parts yeah. of the bubble. I did, when I um, got around, actually Woods Hole, uh, was the first hostel I stayed at where there was actually a lot of Northbounders, mm. and that's when I realized what I, had, like, fully realized what I had given up by mm. choosing to do a flip-flop. Right. Um, I knew I was willingly giving up this, the camaraderie that right. the AT is kind of known for. Right. Uh, but that's the first time I really, like, felt it. Mm. Um not that everybody there was really nice. Sure, yeah. Um, I was just the odd man out, which right. I don't have a problem with that. Right. Um, but then it kept happening at all the hostels. Right. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but also, again, um, I made a lot of friends at, at the hostels, and I kept in touch with them right. as they were going north. So a lot of people that I met in southern Virginia and in Tennessee are in Vermont and New Hampshire right now, like, killing it out there. So. Right. Um, it's, even though I haven't seen them again, it's been fun to keep up with them. Right. Um, I don't remember what the question was. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tangent. So. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, I was going back to what you had said before, but no, I like that you are very good at keeping in touch with people and getting their information. I'm more, I'm interested as that, was that ever difficult at times? Because I know some people are sometimes, you know, they're more private about their personal lives yeah. and whatnot, and sort of the trail name acts as like a buffer to not tell you necessarily yeah. um, who they are, what they're about. Did that ever come up? No, not really, because I would always just that. like ask. Um, You're very gregarious. I try. <laughs> Um, well, like with you, it was, yeah. hey, you're a flip-flopper, which right. means you're going to be back in my neck of the woods. Right. So if you we want, yeah, if right. you want, let me know when you're in the area. But if you didn't want to, like, right. I'm not going to be offended by it. Right. You know? no, I was more than happy to take you over. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah you've been here. For... <laughs> it's not a vortex yeah. if you hike every day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I learned a new term of vortex, multiple zeros in a row, but I have done some hiking, so yeah. it hasn't been really a vortex. Yeah. But... We did do mini putt putt, which was on my on my list of oh, really? uh, of doing uh, I this, you just this trip. To it. No, <laughs> I, I mean I was I love uh, putt putt. It was it was a blast. <laughs> um, uh, da, da, da. Okay, well, last uh, question. This one's not really related to what we've talked about before, but I'm just interested in the rise of gut hook and people using that as the primary navigation tool. Okay. When for years past it was the AWOL guide or yes. the ATC yeah. maps or right, hard maps. So when did you hear about Gut Hook? What was your reasoning to use Gut Hook? Uh, I heard about Gut Hook um, in doing my, you know, blog research, mm -hmm. watching other people use it. Right. Um, I actually got the AWOL guide um, okay. to plan out my entire, like, uh, big picture right. um, kind of trip. Um, and I think I told you I'd made my mother a tentative schedule. Um for me to be in certain places, so I didn't really know what kind of service I would have on the trail. Um, so I planned out where I was going to be at this time-ish, because mm -hmm. um, you know you can't actually plan that to the T. Um, and if she didn't hear from me for two weeks, 
and I hadn't gotten to maybe she should call the bank. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but I had service almost the entire trail, so that almost that didn't matter at all. Um, but yeah, using a wall was really nice for like big picture. Mm. Um, gut hook since it's on your phone, it's on a tiny little screen. I mean, you could probably get it on an iPad or something. Yeah. I, just, I didn't do that. Right. Um, it's a lot to carry. Yeah. So I didn't bring the a wall guide with me on trail because I had gut hook on my phone. Um, so yeah. And there was lots of things on Gut Hook that I didn't know I could do right. um, until I flipped north, and there were people who had been like oh. using it. Yeah, know, who could right. actually? Talk. Right. I was hiking with people. Right, you're hiking um, with people. Then like the this is gonna be group. stupid. The GPS yeah. on um, Gut Hook, I <laughs> yeah. didn't know that was a thing. So the entire <laughs> southbound half of my hike, I didn't. I just like uh, the waypoints. Yeah. Once I passed them, checked my watch, and then I would guess like how far I'd gone based on what I knew my pace was and yeah. all this stuff. Um, you never hit the GPS button. No, never hit it, the GPS button have until it locate you. Yeah. Pennsylvania. Wow. <laughs> with uh, Push. I was hiking with Push and he was like, did you not know this existed? No, I didn't. Wow. <laughs> I also didn't know you could flip the trail to be southbound. Yeah. Um, so you were going northbound yeah, and you were but, going southbound. Well, yeah. But I was counting it. miles down anyway, so okay. it wouldn't have it wouldn't have mattered for me because yeah. southbound it counts it from Katahdin. So I it, right, either right, way, right. either way, they either didn't way, match up with what I was doing. So <laughs> uh, it was fine just doing it northbound. <laughs> but um, now I know all the northbound mile markers because of that. So, right, like, right, that's right. Yeah, I know where, where, where they all are. Yeah, we were doing it. I mean, we were looking at the mile markers, but I just kept subtracting everything from McCormick Gap where we yeah. started, which was like eight mile, eight sixty eight going yeah. north. So I'd be yeah. like, "Oh, we've gone this far. We've gone this far." Yeah. For us, Washington was like a thousand miles, whereas for most people, it's in like the Virginia roller coaster. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. I didn't even realize I was in the Virginia roller coaster when I did the Virginia <laughs> roller coaster. Yeah, it's a light roller coaster. It's certainly no six it's flags. It's also like literally the first thing I did. Is right. Six Flags. Right. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, I have a uh, an excerpt from Vagabonding I'd like to read for you and get your sage thoughts on. I read a little excerpt in, in most books, sage in most podcasts. This is from the beginning of Chapter 6. It's called Meet Your Neighbors. Um, and here we go. In India, there's an old parable about a wise king who sent two of his court officers away to explore faraway lands. One of the courtiers the king had observed was arrogant and self-absorbed. The other was generous and open-minded. After many months of travel and exploration, both men returned home to report their findings. When the king questioned the men about the cities they visited, the generous courtier said that he found the people of the foreign lands to be hospitable, generally kind-hearted, and not much different from the people one met at home. On hearing this, the arrogant officer scoffed with envy, because the cities he'd visited were full of scheming liars, cheats, and wicked barbarians. Listening to these reports, the king laughed to himself, for he had sent both men to the same place. So, how does that uh, how does that strike you, Ducky? It's all about your perspective, right? And your attitude. Um, actually, I can tell you about when I lived in the Caribbean. Mm. There were a lot of people that I went to school with that lived on that island with me that hated the island. Mm. And I don't know if it's because it was their first time leaving home and they just happened to go overseas for it, which... Oh, um, or there's just not the luxury in the Caribbean that you can, there's not a Walmart on right. every corner. There's like right. n no target. There's, right. you know, barely, um, 
like, like not even there was a grocery store like down the road but if they didn't have everything you needed so sometimes you had to go to like four different grocery stores to find two things um and it was just a little more inconvenient um and the people i found that the people who didn't like it there would not adapt um, so it was more their attitude towards the culture rather than the culture itself, because I absolutely loved the island. It was a blast. And everyone who loved the island that I knew embraced it. Mm. Um, so, and I think you could probably say the same thing about the trail. You hear the embrace the suck an awful lot. I don't yeah. think any part of the trail sucked. I know I complain about New Hampshire a lot, <laughs> but um, <laughs> looking back on that, yeah. eh, it wasn't the best, but it was tough. It was hard. Yeah. Um, but it was, again, it was so much. I I have told Showtime and Ghost this. I don't know what I would have done without them in the whites. And mm. Showtime has told me, he probably you probably would have put your head down and gone faster. And yeah. I was like, yeah, but I would not have enjoyed it as much. Right. And I didn't enjoy it to begin with. So. Right. right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just your perspective can and your attitude towards what comes at you right. greatly will influence right. how you feel about it. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good... Yeah. Example. Yeah. A little parable. Yeah. 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 The positive mindset will breed sort of positive outcomes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll, you'll continue to have a, a good time if you're already having a good time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it can be hard to manifest those things in harder situations, but uh, if you can keep that good personality up and uh, can carry you through. I'm try. Gotta yeah. try. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Ducky. Um, why don't you tell the people how you got your trail name, actually? Yeah, okay. Um, I was in the Shenandoahs, um, finishing the Shenandoahs, and stayed at Sanimal's host- Hostel in mm-hmm. Waynesboro. Nice. And I was digging through the loner clothes bin because I needed to do laundry and I needed to wear some, you know, loner clothes. Yeah. And um, I was with Steve and Michelle, um, who were section hiking the Shenandoahs. Um, they were at the hostel with me and I had met them a couple days before. So, um, I found a rubber duck t-shirt and I got entirely too excited about it. Um, yep, claimed that right away. Um, so I wore it around, um, the hostel, wore it around town and Michelle was like, we should just call you Ducky. And I was like, yes, we should. (laughs) So I cut the sleeves off that shirt and I packed it out. Yeah. Yeah. And did did the entire trail with me. Yeah. Except for the Shenandoahs, I guess. But I hiked up Springer with it and I hiked up Katahdin with it on. There we go. And I still have Yeah, you wore it the other I day. I wore it. Yeah, you still have it. The Sisterhood of the Traveling Duck shirt. No. no. It's uh, not traveling. No, it's not traveling. The right. Yeah, now it's grounded. These ducks are flightless. Well, well. Ducky, thank you so much uh, for being on the pod, for all the hospitality. It's been great being at the duck pond, being under your wing. Um, I feel like I've oh, gone mother. from a duckling to a full-blown mallard. Uh, it's very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> the duck the duck puns won't end uh, thank you everyone for listening more content to come I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode and uh, yeah safe travels through the rest of Virginia for myself I just wish myself safe travels yeah, safe that's something travels. I've never See done <laughs> thank you Ducky uh, bye everyone